This is the Light Goddess Podcast. I am Jude Hotep, the goddess astrologer and soul coach. If you are here, it is because you are divine feminine soulpreneur. And come hell or high water, you will root more love into this world. Let's get into it. Working with me in a private astrology reading is a reclamation of power. It is a provocatively transformative and healing the way that I work with you in your astrology to live your life by the stars. This exclusive time digging into your chart will allow you to understand what is coming up next for you and activate your highest intentions in challenging energies. If you'd like to book that with me, you can go to thegoddessastrologer.com. That's the T-H-E goddessastrologer.com. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I'm Jude Hotep, the Goddess Astrologer and Alchemical Initiatrix. I'm so excited to share this new episode of the Light Goddess Podcast with you called The Ascension high highs and low lows. I just want to let you know first that I'm trying out a lot of new equipment. I'm messing with my sound and volume and quality of sound. So in the coming episodes, if there's some cricks and cracks, give some leeway to that. The sound quality is so important to me because I know it really affects your listening experience and it's something that I am working dedicatedly on to perfect so that your listening experience will be beautiful. I'm so grateful that you are here. It means so much to share this time with you. So let's dig into this episode For me, I had no clue that the ascension process involved high highs and low lows. I did not see anyone in the spiritual spheres, the transformational circles, anywhere out there, channelers, guides, people on the leading edge, people that had awakened before me, that had gone before. I have seen no one speak about these high highs and these low lows anywhere, even to this day. And what happened for me is I saw a video and it was a video from years ago where Rory Duff mentioned the high highs and the low lows. He wasn't saying the word ascension, but he was talking about this this accelerated evolution that we're all in at this moment from going from 3D to 5D, from the third dimension to the fifth dimension. The fifth dimension is happening all around us, veiled only by our beliefs. We've been conditioned to believe since birth, which previously kept all of us, kept humanity dominated, unwittingly subservient and controlled. And I'll be doing an episode all about that very soon, and I'll post that in the Light Goddess Facebook group when that airs. So we have 8 billion plus people on the planet. So there's 8 billion plus ways that people can go through their ascension. And with this episode airing here uh, on the cusp of the spring equinox, the the new year, this Aries zero degrees new moon, we will be in that positive belief, which is the Aries quality, that all of humanity will make this ascension. And what frame time of you know, frame time frame is to be seen to be announced but let's be in that positive belief that we absolutely will be ascending all together individually collectively as humanity we have so many 
other beings that have gone through this already. The Arcturians, the Hathors, Pleiadians, Assyrians, the Lyrans, there's so many other higher dimensional species that have gone through this before us. When I say higher dimensional, I'm only meaning fifth dimension and higher rather than better than us. They're no more, uh, no more equal or, or above us in any way. I think it's so important to understand uh, higher dimensional beings, species as not, not higher on the totem pole than us. They're more advanced. They've gone before us. But you are soul, and when you are soul, you might be uh, in the Pleiadians, Assyrians, Arcturians, you might be in the Andromeda, you might be wherever you are and come choose to come into this human form. I can't wait to do more research about this 3D, keep incarnating into this 3D realm. I have so many questions that I have question marks in my life on things I'm researching and then I just keep researching until I find the answers so it's really fun this is a really amazing fun journey but I think it's so important that we stop putting these beings above us we're all just different species right and we are soul before we're incarnated and no different than they are but we're incarnating into this third dimensional realm where we have our human dna and then we have the rest of our dna which science calls junk dna but which we know is our intergalactic i guess it doesn't really feel like the correct word but our um our higher dimensional dna that turns on which is what is part of our awakening process And getting to the point of this episode that four years ago, I think, Rory Duff mentioned the high highs and low lows in a video. He's a geobiologist. His work's benevolent. It's about the ley lines on the planet and the magnetic shield going down and and, uh, the energies that we're experiencing on the earth and tracking the ley lines and the energy they give off. And so I think his work is very worthwhile and powerful and a big help to us. And he's the only one I've ever heard talk about this. Still out there in the spheres, I hear no one speaking about the low lows. It's only keeping high frequency, keeping your heart, raise your vibe, which is very, very important information, of course. But it's also really important to be real, to be real about what happens on the ascension journey and how there's devastating shadow that is provoked. There's massive traumas from not even this incarnation, perhaps from this lifetime, but massive past life traumas that are provoked and stimulated and that come up. And we often do not have a frame of reference that this is what is actually happening. And then we have the high highs and the low lows. When I heard him speak about this in this video, this was angels trumpeting type of moment of revelation for me. I was so affirmed in this moment. And I'm still adjusting to being the one that that talks about things first before there's any consensus reality. And those of us, divine feminine entrepreneurs, women, 
solopreneurs out here on the leading edge were often the ones speaking truth, speaking about things before anyone else is in on it, before anyone else is co-signing that narrative, before anyone else is having the same experiences and talking about it as well. And so it's part of this time of being a female entrepreneur. But I didn't talk about it. I, but once I heard him talk about it, I started to interview women and, and, and others. I started to interview people, but mostly women, about their awakening process and their ascension journey. And I was like, I, I need to find out who, how many people, how common is this? And what I found is that it's a very high percentage of people that are having a period of time where they have the high highs and the low lows. Some people talk about integrating them and that we're really meant to be able to practice the skill of being able to switch into that high or that higher frequency baseline on a dime. I think that this is really beautiful work to work on. However, I'm going to get into that here in a moment that I think if you are just not emoting all over everyone, I think you're doing really good. I think you need to first give yourself a break with these. And and so one of the things that I heard from woman after woman after woman was that they felt like they were having mental illness, having depression, feeling like they were going crazy. This is how I felt. I felt like I was going crazy. It felt very bipolar to have such high highs and low lows. And I have known so many women that have been diagnosed with bipolar sometime in their life inaccurately. And so if you've had this inaccurate diagnosis, never really having people around you that supported the real way of living in tune with the interconnectedness with all of life, understanding what we really are as soul incarnating into this human form with this body, this personality, all the thoughts and thinkingness, the ego and all its dramas and all of the emotions and how complex our emotional world is, that we have the emotional data that is just simply data, but how we often take it on ourselves. And then we have all of our emotions, which are often coming with other sensory data, memories, pictures, images, and thoughts. It is complex and it's it's a journey to cultivate emotional mastery and alchemy, which is a part of what we do here. It's a part of being in our power, engaged with that process. And so the lows for me, they, wow. But let me tell you about the high highs. <laughs> the high highs were bouts of spiritual bliss and ecstasy, downloads, my gifts coming online, magical experiences and epiphanies and understandings would come in, communication with my guides, my gifts coming online in different ways, different experiences of them. So many magical experience ex- experiences, sometimes where my guides and my higher self were just taking me on a journey of healing, of awakening, of seeing things, 
all day long. They would just literally be taking me on a journey out into the world and having adventures. It was incredibly intense and magical and beautiful and special. And my biggest challenge in the beginning of these highs were to maintain productivity in my two businesses. I had to do a lot of thought work to deal with the self-judgment and the self-blame and the self-criticizing that came in about the the high highs and the productivity and how I, I didn't have a frame of reference for what was happening and so was just blaming myself for it all and I was feeling like I was behind or I'd get left behind or all of these things were coming up. Feeling like I'd never get projects accomplished or be able to maintain a project from beginning to end. The lows were exquisitely hellish with purges of emotions, images, memories churning up like sewage overflowing after a flood, it didn't stop for hours sometimes. I would be in my shower or on my knees sobbing, crying that was filtering through me, really a different type of crying. It wasn't like I was engaging it. It wasn't the typical crying. I'm guessing you understand what I'm saying and have been through this, I'm guessing. I would have this blind negativity that came up that was so ferociously mean to my body and to myself that saw nothing good in me or in the world or in life and would not. I I wouldn't be able to thought work my way out of it. It was different than negative thinking in my mind. It was a different thing. It was almost like a possession this doesn't I don't it's you know it's a tricky word but it it was something else that came over me and this ended up being good for me because it was how I began to identify when I was in some of these lows that would span weeks or months and then have intermittent low lows within them <laughs> it's like, okay, guy, you know, it's like, okay, where's, you know, wow. And the the only thing I could do sometimes was not, definitely not engage that, that blind negativity that would happen. And I started to recognize it as an understanding, okay, this is what I'm in. This is what's happening. Okay, good. I know, I know where I'm at. I have my reference points, my landmarks. So then now I can, I can take care of myself and nurture myself in very specific ways to move through this time. So it was a way for me to identify what I was in. And uh, this, this ascension process, when I came out of that blind negativity, it was like it, the relief was like lightning, Sometimes the low lows were so bleak and black and endless at times that existentialism was all-consuming. If only I was capable of taking myself out of this incarnation, so much the better during those times. And the worst part of those times was that very few people understand existentialism and can support you in it and witness you there with compassion without, without fear and all of these societal triggers and, and beliefs. And the lack of will and the demoralization that came with the lows. Wow, it was blistering and extreme. 
I had not any life force with which to keep my schedule or care about it at all at times. Something at the at the back of me did. And I was fighting, it was fighting so hard, but the rest of me was just taken out by it. And so the purpose of this episode is to tell anyone that didn't get the memo that I that I didn't get, that I don't think so many of us didn't get, <laughs> that the ascension process for a large percentage of people comes with a spontaneous awakening, followed by a period of time of high highs and low lows. The period of time can be years. For me, it's been years. And I know I came here in this life to finalize so much of my past life, um, karma and lineage. And I know that what I've been through in this life, I understand a lot of the pieces of the puzzle why. The whys of it for me were really important. And it took most of my life to put that together, but I've found that for myself. And so all of us, of course, this awakening journey is so individual, and yet there are these common threads. And so for some people, the awakening is not a spontaneous burst. It's a slow blossoming. And of course, that spontaneous awakening that's just blow your circuitry, space your face, melting your consciousness down within your being, followed by ego deaths and smaller awakenings that come. You know, it, we're, once, we're, once we're blown open in whatever way that is, a blossoming that's slow and progressive or a blow your circuits out kind of thing, it keeps happening we're on the ascension journey for the rest of our life we're on the awaken we're awakening for the rest of our life and hundreds and hundreds of people who've had these bigger spontaneous lightning explosion type of awakenings like myself have experienced this period of time with the high highs and low lows i hope this helps you to not feel alone and not feel crazy and so if you know anyone that is going through this please share this episode with them because this is not really out there this information is not out there and there's no need for us to go through these things alone we are meant to live in community we are community creatures we thrive In love, we thrive in community. There have been the studies that have taken babies and done all of the feeding, diapering, cleaning, and putting to sleep, etc., but gave no love to those babies. And then they took the another set of babies and did the same, but added the love. And the babies that did not have the love died and did not thrive and were near death. So we if you need if you needed the evidence we have scientific proven evidence that we are community creatures and that we thrive with love and support and care and being together and being a resource to each other the old world the old paradigm is a pull yourself up by your bootstraps do it all on your own supposedly no one does it on their own don't let anybody spell you into thinking that that's true it's not no matter what they say it is not and And that old way, that old world that's crumbling and being dismantled. 
and that we at least are stepping out of and and evolving, choosing to actually evolve as a species. We thrive and we are a resource to each other. And so coming together and supporting each other in every way that we can is so much about what Light Goddess is about, about us women rising together and up-leveling and up-leveling and up-leveling in female community without the superiority issues and the competition that the old paradigm perpetuates amongst women so that we won't have the strength in numbers that we do, how powerful we are together and how much we change the world when we come together and unify. And I think that having any kind of support on this journey that's nurturing and loving and offering guideposts that resonate with us, of course, some things resonate, some things don't, is so so nourishing and nurturing to this this crazy ass experience let's be real i don't if if someone does not agree that this is a crazy ass experience <laughs> when i first when i first had the beginning of my awakening that was kind of more that spontaneous bigger blow you out experience i had night sweats for a few months months waking up soaked and so much was happening to my body and within my consciousness. I wish I had known and had a frame of reference for the highs and the lows. I think this would have mitigated so much challenge over a, f- a several year period for me. And I want to offer this understanding that I've confirmed it with hundreds of people this experience of the high highs and the low lows, feeling confused, thinking that. They were going crazy, thinking they had depression. I want to let you know about this depression thing. I mentioned that I was going to talk about this, that what I've seen happen for myself and so many on this journey is that we go through a low that is lower than our baseline. It feels like a low low maybe, and yet it's not the lowest. It's not the most dramatic, and it's like we don't seem to really come back out of it, and it seems to be this crawl that goes on forever, weeks, months, and then the low lows will come. And for many, they report the feeling that they were already so down for so long and then the low low hit. They feel incredibly far from baseline or equilibrium, let alone from joy or love or positive emotions. I have found these times to be exhausting and disheartening, very discouraging, I felt like I didn't know if I would come back. I felt like it was my fault that I wasn't doing all the things you're supposed to do to get your frequency up and that it was my fault and and there was something I was missing. You are not alone. If you're experiencing this, you are not alone. You're not going crazy. You're not missing something. You don't have mental health issues. You are not depressed. Your energy field is likely depressed. Your pranic energy field is likely pressed down and without will, without prana, that life force energy that allows us to function at all and initiate and take action and to have the joy. 
and the love, the, the unconditional love, but just positive feelings at all. Personally, I think it's very high work to be actively working to come into high states from these blisteringly low states. And I think these exercises have merit. I do hear people talking about and teaching or working with these ideas of being able to, on a dime, turn from the low lows to a higher state. I think this is beautiful work. I encourage you never to blame yourself or put yourself down if you do not have much success with this. If simply getting through these times without projecting, without emoting anger and negativity all over others and situations, and nurturing yourself, loving yourself, this may be the highest work that you can do. And often that alone is an enormous job during these types of extended periods of a low with intermittent low lows throughout. All, all the while you have your business, you have your work, you have your family, you have all of these other life things, mundane life things to attend to. I want you to know that this only lasts for a period of time, this whole this whole high, high, low lows period, the consensus that I've found is that it does end and it only lasts for a period of time. There is an end date at some point for these extremes and it's different for everyone. And She Alchemy, which begins May 1st, 2023, if you join us, you will learn tools and techniques that will nurture and support you through these periods along with live astrological shamanic coaching from me in a sacred container of female community. I have been working on this container for three years. It's three years in the making. I'm so excited. And this, if you are interested in joining us right now, the way to do it is to email me at love. To email me, yes, at <laughs> um, at love at the goddessastrologer.com. So that is the way to join at the moment. And there's no other space like this on the planet where you can be in sacred community with wild women healing and rising and upgrading to next levels together. So I hope to see you in She Alchemy coming May 1st. I'm really excited for this. I encourage that you trust your soul and gather inward, connect to your heart, listen there, for what is right for you. See if you can wiggle your mind's grip on your day-to-day life and give yourself a break more, love yourself deeper, and find ways to laugh as much as possible. The Quantum Equinox Aries New Moon video with Sun Sign Horoscopes will be out no later than Thursday of this week, the 17th of March, on Light Goddess YouTube channel. When you subscribe, I'll be more connected into your needs in the readings and you'll be updated for every transmission. You can find that really easily by going to the homepage of thegoddessastrologer.com. Until the next episode, I am sending you so much love.